0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Happy Hamster Corner, a podcast for all the hamster lovers out there. Today's episode I have a collaboration that I'm really excited about. I have on Lauren from Bear the Hamster on Instagram and I also have some write-in collaborations that I'm excited for you guys to listen to as well. So I'm just going to get into this week's episode, so I hope you guys all enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to, of course, another episode of The Happy Hamster Corner. I am your host, Holly, and I am here with Lauren from underscore bear, the hamster underscore on Instagram. They've come on and wanted to chat with you guys. So do you want to say hi to the hamster community? Yeah, of
1: course. Hi. Thank you so much for having me come
0: on. Well, thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. It's so fun meeting you guys and actually having a conversation about your hamster and your tips and tricks and all of that. It's just, I love it. Me too. (laughs) Do you want to tell everybody about your current hamster that you have?
1: Sure. So right now I have Bear and he's, he just turned two. Um, When I adopted him originally, (laughs) I thought he was a girl (laughs) because uh, his uh, his genitals were just a little bit smaller than any I'd I'd ever seen on a male. So I kind of just didn't really notice them. (laughs) And I thought he was a girl for like the first few months I had him. But I just recently realized that he is in fact a boy, so he went from Blair to now Bear, so now he's bear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit of name switching around. Yeah. <laughs> um, Blair is really a cute name though for a hamster, and so yeah. is Bear, so
1: thank you. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, and how long have you had Bear? Um, I've had him, I want to say about five or six months now. Yeah. Oh, I got okay when he was around one and a half years old. Oh, yeah,
0: that's so sweet. Yeah. Okay. I know we were talking a little bit before about your history with hamsters. So I kind of want you to tell everybody about your transition from your hamster in the past to your hamsters. Like once you got a new hamster, and then how your care has just transitioned. So do you mind telling everybody about that?
1: yeah awesome so I started my hamster journey when I was 10 years old and that's when I got my first hamster named Houston my parents had gotten my brother and I each a Syrian hamster from petco and unfortunately we kept them together in a small cage and at this age I really didn't have access to the internet to do the proper research about how to own a hamster the right way but that was still yeah. use but I was young and I'm sure I share the same experience with a lot of others the same experience with with me
0: and my sisters, we did the same thing. Hey, you learn from those experiences and you grow from that. You don't want to bury your head in the sand. It's okay, we make mistakes.
1: Yeah, Houston was so cute. He, I still remember, he had this little pink blanket that he used to love to just lay on in my hands, and he would fall asleep in my hands on it, and it was just so cute. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and my brother and I used to like take like his hamster and my hamster outside and I know we shouldn't have woken them up but we were young (laughs) that's what happened but yeah played with them a lot and they were so cute but unfortunately Houston passed away after only six months of us having him And I think my mother's hamster lived uh, like a year after that. Um, So it wasn't very long, but it was very heartbreaking for both of us, um, especially with us both being so young. And I decided that I didn't want another hamster just because I was so sad after losing him but then when I was 17 I decided that I wanted to own a hamster again but this time I went to my local pet shop and I adopted a long-haired Syrian hamster who I named Peter oh he was was so friendly and tame and unfortunately again I started off by buying him a small cage but not too long after that I started doing my research on how to properly own a hamster Mm -hmm. and I realized that everything that I had been doing was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so soon after, I went out and I bought a bin to make a bin cage and my dad helped to make to create the lid for it and everything and I was finally able to give him a proper home and at the end of his journey it was really sad because he would wake up and he would come out of his house and his eyes would be crusted shut so I would have to take like a damp washcloth and like wipe his eyes so he could open them and he actually passed away while I was away at college but he was such a great hamster.
0: He
1: was the first one that I actually learned how to properly care for him. So that was like a big milestone for me.
0: Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Poor
1: little Peter. (laughs) Oh. And then shortly after he passed away, that was when the scare of COVID was getting more and more intense and I had to move home from college and finish finished my semester online Um, and it was Uh then I realized how much I missed having a hamster so I looked at my local animal shelters to see if there were any hamsters available for adoption and Mm -hmm. there was a Chinese dwarf pair who I ended up adopting and I named them Simon and Samuel and Simon was two years old when I adopted him and Samuel was one and I ended up breeding them and kept them in separate 40 gallon aquariums so they would have their own spaces yeah. And I tried to work on taming with them, but they were just so scared of human interaction. So I didn't really, I didn't force it on them because I could obviously see how scared they were. Aww. And that's after so sad. I, I know. I felt so bad. Aww. After my semester had ended, I was done with school for the summer. And I had been planning Mm -hmm. to move into an apartment with my boyfriend at the time, who I had been with for four years. And I ended up moving in with him. And not long after, we ended up breaking up. And then... Oh. And then I had Simon and Samuel with me At the time as well as my cat Who we had just adopted together And I wasn't sure where I was going to go And I was the one who was moving out of the apartment And it was just a really hard situation So I wasn't sure if I would be moving back home Or if I would have to move into an apartment That didn't allow small animals And I was just so stressed at the time And made the ultimate decision that it would be best To rehome both of them And I'm actually still in contact with the lady who took Simon And she gives me little updates here and there And he's doing very well and they both went to amazing homes so yeah that kind of gave me a peace of mind yeah
0: they're in good care yeah, and
1: it was after that I ended up getting there so yeah that's my journey
0: so was there anything in particular that kind of caused you to look into proper care or was it like you just kind of stumbled upon like a video or like how did that work for you when you got Peter
1: I th- I think it must have been Victoria Rachel on YouTube, which I'm sure Mm -hmm. a lot of other people can agree with me that they learned a lot of their care from her, but I think I must have found her on YouTube and then started watching her videos, and then I got into um, Instagram shortly after that, and just found out that everything I had been doing was wrong, and I was able to change it.
0: That's so cool. (laughs) (laughs) that's exciting so i'm glad you have bear now that's really cool it is cute i was looking at your instagram and i saw you had like a a a blare on the outside of the enclosure did you ever get a new little sticker for the outside
1: That took so long to come in. I actually ordered it from Furnishables and I'm waiting for my new one that says bear to come in. Um, (laughs) But yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I love your setups too. You, You do awesome setups.
1: Oh, thank you so much.
0: Do you want to talk about your process with that? How you go through the process of doing bears setups? Sure. Do you have a routine that you do? Like, how does that work?
1: I usually get a lot of inspiration from Instagram and just a bunch of great Mm -hmm. hamsters that they have on there and kind of pick and choose like which little parts I want to incorporate into my enclosures. So that's kind of what I did with his setup recently. And then just adding like forage and sprays. I'm looking into getting a lot more sprays for him and like trying a bunch of different ones because he absolutely loves them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, sprays are fun. They're kind of hard to find over here in the in the US. I've I've found. They are. Especially during COVID and everything because like trying to find other ones other than millet sprays are Mm -hmm. like near impossible (laughs) for me at least where I'm at.
1: Yeah me too. I've had to look on Etsy and I think it's like fat pouches and the Hammy Pals store. I think those two are like the ones I've been looking at to get sprays from but it takes forever because they're in like Singapore and everything Mm -hmm. it's gonna take forever to get them here but yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how long you've been on Instagram for but I have this struggle to like being over here in the U.S. seeing all of the cool stuff and like shops that they have over in the UK area for like cool treats and like different boredom breakers and chews and stuff that people make. And they're like, UK only shipping. And I'm like, no, (laughs) like why? I want that over here.
1: I know I think I can't remember the name of it now but that little store that opened up in Singapore that was like the big thing that everyone was posting about a little while back I was really wanted to get something from there and I really wish and I hope someday that they'll have stores like that over here in the U.S. because they're just Mm -hmm. promote the best care for hamsters and that's really what we need especially over here
0: I know and it's we're I feel like we're behind on on that for sure which definitely sucks but hey we'll get there (laughs) we will hopefully (laughs) someday we'll get there (laughs) (laughs) well do you have any fun stories that you want to share you know whether that be about one of your past hamsters or about bear your current
1: hamster i can't think of any stories in particular But right now I am working on Taming with Bear. It's been taking... A lot longer with him than it has with any of my past hamsters, and just because it's the getting out of his house part that's really tripping him up. Because he's he's a little skittish about coming out of his house, but once he gets out, he's totally fine, and he forages and he sniffs my hand, and he'll let me pet him. But we're slowly working through that, and banana mm-hmm. chips have really helped us because those are his favorite.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> really treat motivated, so that's good. <laughs> yeah
0: snacks are always good I'm I'm taming Linka right now too and she thinks she can live off of sunflower seeds like those are the only <laughs> things she wants I'll try to like feed her another treat like a Gerber or like a pumpkin seed or a peanut or something else and she'll just sniff around my finger like not bite it or anything but she's like she'll sniff away from the treat like I know you, you had something else in your hand that I wanted it's not in there so I'm like, what in the heck? Like Petra, she would just kind of like smack my hand away. Like, no, 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 that's not what I want. <laughs> but oh, Linka, it's like, she just will sniff around my hand. Like, where is, where is the other treat? Like, I want a sunflower seed. <laughs> and so it's funny. <laughs> she knows. Yeah, she knows that I touched one at some <laughs> point. <funny>. Yep. <laughs> That's so funny. funny. That's cool. That's interesting that it's taking him longer to tame than your other hamsters.
1: Yeah, definitely been a process, but we'll keep working through it. (laughs)
0: That's okay. Well, (laughs) you'll get there. Just like I'll get there with Linka. We're we're at the point where she can let me kind of scoop her a little bit and like move her just a little bit with my hands. But she's still a little skittish with like sudden movements. Yeah. So every once in a while I'll move and then she'll just kind of like freak out scurry across I'm like I barely like moved my arm and (laughs) freaked out but (laughs) it's okay we'll get there it takes time it does it definitely does (laughs)
1: yeah do you have the night angel enclosure I do yeah I have the medium size I wanted to get the large size but when I went to go buy it it wasn't available (laughs) so I have the medium size right now and I really like it I wish I could have gotten the large, but, you know, it's okay. <laughs> we'll have this one. Yeah. I mean, it's still above the minimum, which is good. And it, I mean, I wish it had a little bit more ventilation on the top, but overall, I really like it and it makes cleaning a lot more efficient and easier for me. But yeah, I really like it.
0: Yeah, I was looking at their stuff because I, like, recently discovered their brand and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I needed to get a bigger wheel for Linka because, I mean, the other wheel I had was for Petra and it's a dwarf, you know, just a silent spinner. (laughs) Like, this is not going to be big enough. And I was looking at their stuff because they're still super cool, but like everything was sold out on their site.
1: Oh, really?
0: Yeah. And I was just like, dang,
1: (laughs) it sucks. Yeah. I recently just bought the new or it's not the new but I have the acrylic wheel I think it's like the 10.1 inch for bear and then I just bought the 11 point something inch because it just came in stock so I feel like if anything ever comes in stock especially on like Amazon you have to like scoop it up before everyone else buys it
0: yeah because they're so hard to find but that is so cool (laughs) yeah (laughs) I know their stuff is really pretty I love their because I wanted to get the wheel that you have Mm -hmm. because I was like those are super pretty and they just didn't have any of them in stock so I ended up getting a different one but yeah she seems to like it
1: good oh that's good the one that I have is the most silent wheel I've ever had. I never hear it, <laughs> which is awesome.
0: <laughs> oh, that's cool.
1: Yeah. It does scratch pretty easily. With Bear's nails, it kind of scratches it a little bit, but I don't really mind, and I don't think he does either, so as long as it's silent, it's yeah, what it is, so that's good. That's
0: true. I didn't really think about that, about it scratching, but I mean, of course, everything's going to get wear and tear on it eventually, so... True. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to share a memory of your past hamster, Peter?
1: Sure. So with Peter, he always liked to come out at night, and I would like have like a blanket on my legs, and I would just let Mm him roll around. And my mom and I would like feed him treats, and him and my dog actually really liked each other. (laughs) And I would. Golden retriever. So he's not he's not a small boy. <laughs> and um, yeah they would, like touch noses with each other and they were just the best of friends and it was so cute. <laughs> uh,
0: unlikely friends. Oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. That's so cute. Thank you for sharing. That's awesome. Well, do you have anything else you want to share? Any
1: questions for me, last words, anything like that? I just have some advice that I would like to share. And my biggest advice for someone who owns hamsters or who wants to own hamsters would probably be not to settle. Throughout my experience with hamsters, I've always thought that it was a flaw that I've had, that I've never truly been happy with the size of the cage that I've been able to give to my hamsters. But recently I've realized that it might not be such a bad thing. You never should really strive to settle for your hamsters, sorry. (laughs) No, you're okay. You should always try to give them as much as you can because their lives are way shorter than ours and we can always try to improve on the way we care for them and the things we provide for them. Um, So that's probably my biggest advice.
0: That is perfect. I could not have said it better myself. Like I always say, we're (laughs) always growing and learning in this community and yeah, always strive for more, even if it's something small. Yeah, exactly. You can always add more. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. I appreciate it. And I appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming on and talking with me today. It's it's so fun, like talking to you guys in the hamster community. And I've had like way more people come on than I thought people would come on. So it's just fun to to talk and everything with with you guys. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Well, when I first started, I sent out some messages and people didn't really reply. So I was like, okay <laughs> this is gonna go downhill real quick but no but hey i mean no. i <laughs> I do this for fun it's a fun side project for me i just i enjoy doing this you know
1: yeah that's awesome well thank you so much for having me it was awesome such a great experience <laughs> yeah of course
0: All right, so I hope you guys all enjoyed that collaboration. I am super grateful for everybody that has taken the time to be on this podcast with me. Thank you so much, Lauren, for taking the time to do this. I really do appreciate it, and thank you to everyone that has come on the podcast previously. If you would like to be featured on this podcast, just send me a message at PetraTheHamster on Instagram I would love to have you on, have you featured, or send in a write-in. I love hearing from all of you guys out there in the hamster community. I am always looking to have more people to feature. So if you're interested, send me a message. Let me know. Okay, so that gets me into Holly's hamster tip of the week. This week, the hamster tip is... Always include multiple substrates in your hamster's enclosure. Obviously, you do need the paper bedding or aspen bedding for your hamster. Please do not use pine or cedar bedding. This is really bad for them. But always include multiple substrates. It just gives your hamster a little bit of diversity. Include a sand bath and a couple other substrates for your hamster to Kind of have some different textures to walk around and dig in things like that so for example i have aspen bedding and carefresh bedding for linka i also have a sand bath in there for her but i do want to include coconut fiber once i get the chance to purchase that but always include multiple substrates for your hamster Okay, so I have a couple of write-in collaborations for you guys this week. The first one is from B, the Syrian Hamster. Thank you so much for this write-in. They said, Hamsters are such interesting animals. Unfortunately, pet shops make them out to be good, quote, starter pets and promote bad care. Hamsters can be lovely animals to have and sometimes it's possible to create strong bonds with them. Make sure your hamster has a properly sized enriching enclosure and that they are provided with the correct things like a wheel, water, and a good diet and plenty of bedding. Do your research and remember that hamsters aren't toys. Thank you so much for writing this in. That is so true. This next write in that I have for you guys is from Woody underscore hamster underscore. They wrote in, Hey listener, I'm Emily from Woody underscore hamster underscore on Instagram, and I'm so excited to be able to chit chat with you guys. Obviously, I know it's not me actually talking to you, but oh well. Anyway, I feel like something that gets overlooked or not really talked about is the difference between male and female Syrians. I used to think Woody was crazy using me as a climbing frame and running on his wheel like there's no tomorrow. But that was until I got my female Syrian, Narla, in February. And all of a sudden, Woody wheel running seemed like nothing when Narla actually broke her wheel from running so fast and woody was basically a piece of cake compared to narla she would try to scale up the curtains every night although this was fun at first it then became a bit worrying as narla became so unhappy in her enclosure i never had experienced this before Woody was always happy with whatever he was given. So at this point, I started to give Narla boredom breakers and change her cage layout, but nothing seemed to work. So I decided to upgrade her enclosure from a 100 by 50 centimeter enclosure to a 120 by a 60 centimeter enclosure which also had an extra level, and even though extra levels don't add floor space, they still allow for extra enrichment, so different textures and added enrichment can be added. And she loves it. She has days, mainly when she's in heat, where she goes a bit crazy and just wants out of there. But this all got me thinking, why do female Syrians need so much more than than the typical male Syrian? And what have you guys done to keep your hamsters happy and occupied? Thank you so much, Woody underscore hamster underscore for writing this in. I personally haven't done enough research between the difference of female and male Syrians to properly discuss this topic, but you striked my curiosity and... Now I really want to know, especially now that I have a female Syrian myself. Yeah, I will put this on Instagram for you guys to reply to if you have noticed a difference between male and female Syrians and, you know, the female being harder to please, it seems in this case. Please let me know. Send in a message and I'm going to put a pin in this write-in because this is a super interesting topic and I would love to do some more research and discuss it further on possibly a solo episode here in the future. I'm going to add this to my list of episodes and I will go more in depth with this for you and get some other people's inputs. So thank you so much for this write-in and stay tuned. Okay. So that wraps up another episode of The Happy Hamster Corner. I hope you guys all enjoyed this week's episode. I am super excited to have another episode out there for you guys to enjoy. I always say this, but if you want to be featured, let me know, send me a message on Petra the Hamster on Instagram. Go ahead and follow me on there if you want some cute hamster content and to keep updated on new released episodes also if you enjoy this podcast like it subscribe share with a friend all that jazz but and I appreciate all of you guys out there in the hamster community you're amazing keep doing you keep learning and growing spend some good time with your hamster this weekend and I will see you all next week for another episode buffers (laughs) and of course as always oh man you have a happy one guys